Good morning. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to another edition of Sports with Beyond Family. Featuring the one and only my cousin Dietrich. Today is Thursday, April 8th, 2021. Good morning, everyone out there. What's going on, cuz? How you doing this morning? I'm good this morning. Morning. How are you? I'm good. Everything Live, good. Bro. I can't Live, complain. Breathing. So it's a beautiful morning. Yeah. I can't Speaking complain, of, you know. of which, I want to take this time to give a get well soon and a quick recovery to the legend, the dog himself, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. Absolutely. Yeah, prayers up to DMX for a speedy recovery. Absolutely. You take time out. I pay homage to DMX. And um, DMX is a strong, a strong brother, and prayers is definitely up for him. Yes, it is. Yeah. Like I said, welcome to the show. Another edition of Sports with BI Family on the Block 105 Radio. All right. If we're going to first, first, we're going to talk about this women's game, this women's final. You know, I'm kind of upset because my South Carolina Gamecocks did not make it. And you, and, I was I was hoping for South Carolina UConn in the final, but you know I got the, the Pac-12 final, which was excellent. Then women played hard for four quarters. Yeah, they did. And Stanford, and Stanford, and Russell Wilson's daughter, and Aja Wilson pulled it out, fifty-four to fifty-three, a nail biter. They didn't cover. They had Stanford with the eight. They didn't cover. It was definitely a nail biter, and um, it was a good game. Shout out to the ladies, the Lady Cardinal. Arizona had a shout good out, season. Shout out to the Lady Cardinals and Lady Wildcats. Yeah, they both had good seasons, and um, Stanford pulled it out on them. In the men's yeah. side, Baylor spoils Gonzaga's undefeated season and wins the national title. 86 to 70 the the ups you know the, wasn't really upset they won wire to wire the first men's basketball title in school history for the Baylor Bears wow Waco is going crazy yeah, Waco's going crazy right now you know shout out to Baylor they deserve it with all the things they've been through as far as the football team and all the sanctions as they far, have. The whole state of Texas, that's a good look for the state of Texas. You know, it's, a, it's in Waco, Texas, but the whole state can rejoice after what they've been through with this winter storm and everything. Like, yeah, something to be proud about for a person from Texas. Absolutely. And on the summer, so shout out to Baylor, but on a summer note, Alabama basketball fans' death prompts a COVID-19 contact trace in Indianapolis. Luke Ratliff, a 23-year-old Alabama student, died on Friday from complications related to COVID-19, and he was at the game versus UCLA last weekend. Oh, rest boy. Of, rest in peace, Mr. Ratliff. Yes, rest in peace, Mr. Ratliff. Yes, rest in peace Mr. Ratliff. And my condolences and, you know, respect goes out to you and your family. But now that's, that poses a serious issue. Because Arizona played UCLA. UCLA played Gonzaga. Gonzaga played Bell. Um, Bell. Now all these kids that went back home. You got to yeah. test everyone that was in the building for the Alabama-UCLA game. Everyone that was in the building for the UCLA-Gonzaga game. and Everyone that was at the national championship yeah, as they did, and, you know, hopefully nobody came down with anything on the Alabama side of things because there was a fan, so he was in the Alabama section. Yeah, so but the- it's, it's, it's spread through like, like, like the flu. So if he went to the bathroom or somebody he was sitting next to went to the bathroom and he coughed on them and they turn around and cough on somebody from UCLA. Well, we'll see what happens moving forward, but, you know, um, like I said, Rest in peace, Mr. Radliff, and condolences to his family. And um, that's just a bad situation to deal with. That's really a really horrifying situation. Moving forward, on more than half of the Vancouver Canucks have COVID-19. So 
that's a big deal in the NHL. So uh, hopefully everybody over there in Vancouver, in the Canucks organization, be safe. And uh, and I may say y'all have a team that they have out on the ice, you know? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's really crazy. But it's, right it's, hard, it's hard for all them teams in Canada, yo, because they open the borders to where they can travel back and forth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why they, they had the Toronto Raptors play out of uh, Orlando this year. Just because yeah, they, they didn't want that to happen with the NBA, but you have six Canadian hockey league teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you mean to tell me one ABA team had to leave the state, leave the country to go play in the United States to hold their season, but you're going to let the hockey players have their season? Yeah, that's what they're doing. So, you know, just hopefully everybody on the Vancouver Canals get healthy. And um, it's just it's just a hard it's just a hard situation to deal with at the end of the day. Yeah, it's but, crazy, um, man. Because you don't want to see nobody come down with that stuff. But to have enough players, well, not even enough, but you got 10 players, more than 10 players on a hockey team. That damn near depletes your whole roster right there. Yeah. I think it's up to like 45, like 40 players on the roster. So, I mean, they'll figure out what they got to do. You know, they're professional and they'll definitely figure out what they got to do. Um, on in other news, the Milwaukee Bucks, Drew Holiday agreed to a deal. The Milwaukee Bucks and Drew Holiday agreed to a deal worth up to Hundred and sixty million. So it looks like Mr. Holiday found a home. I ain't yeah. mad at that. I ain't mad I mean, at that. Play, even playing well for Milwaukee, he's leading the league in steals right now. You know, so he earning his money. Mm-hmm. But that's what they needed over there is a quality point. Yeah, and somebody who's gonna stay in the lineup and help Giannis hopefully get with he just you know what he's looking for is NBA championship. Yeah. In other news and notes, um, the Los Angeles Dodgers reliever Ty Butchery, 28 years old, announces he's leaving baseball. Says he lost affection for the game. Oh, man. At 28 years old. Wow. So, listen. Personally, I'm going to get you, I want to definitely get your info on that. But um, what I have to say, man, if he lost affection to the game, he might as well get out of there because. All he's doing is hurting his teammates. Yeah, but he hurt his teammates, but he collecting a fat check in the process. But I respect him for wanting to step away from the game. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, if you if you lost interest in playing, ain't no sense you to being out there Going, going to batting practice, going here, going to film session, going to weight room. You know what I'm saying? Only if you to be there, if you you're not mentally into. It. Yeah, young guy too. You know probably got his mind. Twenty eight years. He probably old, has man. his mind on things. You know, he want to do other things with his life. Yeah, it is the right time to go do with that. I ain't mad at that. Uh, and, you know, so sometimes it takes, you know, that's what it, you know, sometimes you got to make decisions. You know, your heart's not in it. You got to move on and let somebody else get that. Let somebody else get that opportunity, basically. You know what I mean? So that's what's going on. Um, let's move right along. Your boy, Paul Pierce, <laughs> gets. Uh, <clears throat> He gets um, released from ESPN because over the weekend, did you see the IG video? It wasn't the fact that I seen the video. Shorty, Shorty was twerking it real hard behind him. On you know what I mean? But that I seen the video. But it wasn't the fact that he threw the party that got him fired from ESPN. 
is the fact he threw the party and didn't have a mask on his face that got him fired from ESPN. And he also was, looked like he was smoking the marijuana on the camera, which is a bad image if you're working for that type of faction, which is ESPN, a big, big sports, you know what I'm saying, big sports network. What do you mean? Bar smoked weed? He had Mitzi smoked weed and they have Matt Barnes on ESPN on a consistent basis. I know, but hey, everybody's not (laughs) I'm saying that. I I believe that might have something to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I know that Matt Barnes has been on ESPN on the jump. He's been on um, NBA Countdown. He's been on several platforms on um, ESPN, but maybe enough was enough, and maybe they're not having that. I haven't seen Matt Barnes on ESPN in a while. I have seen him on ESPN, and I know that he's an avid weed smoker, but with Paul Pierce, with the girls, it just look a, it's just a bad image. As far as I know, Paul, as far as I see, Paul Pierce always has been headlining all the shows, okay, which was NBA Countdown and primetime games over on the weekend, like Saturdays, Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. Um, definitely during the playoffs. Um, last year when they had the bubble games. He was he was one of the three announcers up there. Him and Jalen Rose and Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols has a show called The Jump on ESPN. He's also on that show, and I did see Matt Barnes on. I have seen Matt Barnes on that show as well. But hey, you might know Matt Barnes is smoking marijuana, but did you see him on video smoking marijuana? You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. The image means everything. Yeah, we all know Matt Barnes will tell you on his podcast he smoked marijuana. My, shit, Matt Barnes will tell you that he smoked marijuana during when he played NBA ball. Right? But shit, nobody never seen him on the camera doing it. So once you get that image out, I think that changes the narrative right there. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's all it's all good till you put it on on camera. And he put it on camera, and maybe the executives at ESPN was like, you know, we can't have that. It's one thing to do it. But it's another thing to see it. It's to have people see. It. I mean, he only had his live was only consisted of 341 people at that time. But still, it got it got in the hands of the big fella upstairs and um the owner, you know, the person who was calling the shots and they had to let him go. So I'm saying I think that was a stupid move on Paul Pierce's part. I ain't trying to say that he's committing a crime by smoking marijuana, but I'm saying, brother, don't put it on the screen, brother. Some things you got to keep private, you know what I mean? Especially if you're on TV. You're on the, you're on the national television. You can do whatever you want to do after that. When you come to work, when you just remember what type of brand you're representing. That's all I'm saying. So, you know. Shout out to Paul Pierce, though. You know, Uncle P just living his life, man. That's all. I ain't mad at him. He living his best life, but... um. You know, certain things you can't put it on camera. That's a no-no as far as I'm concerned. You know? I mean, he's That's, wrong. You put it yeah. out. You, you got to face the consequences. You got to face the consequences. Listen, nobody said you can't do this, you can't do that when you're not working. But when you're working, brother, you can't be putting it on camera for the world to see. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he's grown. He can do what he wants, obviously. But um, we, you know, you got to be careful. You got to choose, pick your times to record yourself, knowing that you're doing something that you normally do in private. Now you put it out there for the world to see. Now one bad video lost you a job. You know what I'm saying? Just like with Warren Sapp. Now remember, Warren Sapp was on NFL Network, Fox. What happened to Warren Sapp? He picked up a hooker. He got he got he got he got arrested for picking up a prostitute. I ain't seen I ain't seen Warren Sapp on TV for about eight years now. And he was a he was a hell of a he was a hell of a uh he was a hell of an analyst for football because I know he knew his football. You understand? Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen Warren back. I haven't seen Warren Sapp in any NFL. They won't touch him because of that one incident. So you know what I'm saying? He should have learned off of Warren Sapp. You know what I mean? Um Let's talk about this Sam. But shout out to Warren Sapp and um Paul P, Uncle P. You know what I'm saying? Paul, Uncle P, live your best lives, man. No matter, they millionaires. You know, are we really are, are we really bad? Are we really are we really 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm really, really that petty, yeah, if I'm really that, like, um, distraught over the fact that they lost their jobs, please, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't think so, bro. The boys, the brothers is millionaires, man. They done made their money already. All they got to do is make a podcast. Look, and they be right back on. <laughs> you know, with the celebrity they got. Anyway, moving forward, we'll talk about, since we talk about NFL and Warren Sapp, Sam Donald has returned to the Carolina Panthers. The Jets dealt the 23-year-old quarterback on Monday for a six-round pick in 2021 NFL draft and a second and fourth-round picks in 2022. What you think about that, D, before I continue on to give you the stats about your man? Yep, about... Sam Donald. Ain't no real stats to give. Everybody knows the situation over there when he was there with the Jets. It's the same situation. Jameis Winston was in the Tampa Bay. If you're changing the offensive coordinator and the head coach every year and you got a rookie quarterback coming in, you're not going to win games. Period. I don't care how good he looks in like certain games. You start off five and zero, four and zero. Everybody talking y'all going to the Super Bowl. Ah, da, 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 da. And then he hit that wall because y'all want to change something up midseason. Because you were coaching yeah. a new offensive coordinator, so you think because your rookie can handle this. Well, let me add this and throw this and throw this little wrinkle into this and this and this. Like he's a five-year veteran. He knows what he's doing. No. He don't. He's a rookie. Just because you pay him all this money, you protect your rookies. Put them in a system where they can learn and flourish. I agree. The NFL nowadays is we're drafting you number one. We're drafting you number two. We don't expect you to sit on the bench and, 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 and watch from the old guy in front of you. We're drafting you to play. But if you get drafted into the wrong system with the wrong team like Sam Darnold did then he had the one impressive game when they went out west and he played the Rams and he lit them up yeah that was one out of how many let me see Sam Darnold started 38 games for the Jets since he was picked number 3 overall in 2018 Completing 59.8% of his passes, 45 touchdowns to 39 interceptions. The New York Jets had a 13 and 25 record in, in the games he started. There you go. Head coaches, horrible head coaching job by Adam Gates last year. Set Sand Arnold back. Horrible coaches Sand Arnold had. And, um, I wish Sam the best going over to Carolina. See, he's going to compete for that job versus Teddy Bridgewater. They got a good head coach over there. They got a good offensive system over there. Let's see if Sam Donald could come back out of uh, with some good coaching. I'm rooting for him, even though he's not with the Jets no more. I root for Sam Donald to be better and to, you know, be you know, show that he really got the right stuff. He's only he's only he's only 25. What somebody say? 23 years old, man. He's a baby. You know what I'm saying? But that just goes, that just goes back to, to what I said, the very the very first podcast we ever did together. People blame these players and they fire the head coach. But without a good head coach, you wouldn't have a good team. So if the players is buying into what the yeah. coach is selling, they're going to go out there and perform, and y'all are going to win. If the player is not buying into what the coaches are selling, then you have what we have with the New York Jets. Straight yeah. up and down. That, that goes aptitude in all phases. If the players ain't buying into what the coaches are selling, then y'all ain't going to win games. I don't care who you got on the court if in the NBA. I don't care who you got on the field in the NFL. Don't care who you got on the diamond in MLB. It don't matter who you got on the ice in hockey. If the players ain't listening to the coach, the team is not going to win. Nope. Because they don't want to play for them. 
That's you know, and that's unfortunately what happened last year with Sam with uh the Jets, and they got a new coach. So let's see what they do. You know what I'm saying? They got the number two pick. They got the number six pick. They got the number two pick. And they got uh the sixth round pick in this year's draft as well. NFL draft uh April 29th in Cleveland. So get to the, you know, get 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 ready for a world ring and see who the picks pick second and who they pick second. Yeah. Since you since we talking draft, since you since you brought up the draft, like I want to give a big shout out to Major League Baseball for moving the draft from Atlanta to Colorado, in spite of the new laws that have been passed in the state of Georgia. What the All Star Game? You mean? No, they moved the All Star Game, and I think the draft was in Atlanta this year too. They took that out of there too. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they moved them. I know the MLB moved them to um Colorado. They moved to Colorado, yeah, because of the draft, you know, because of the uh the new law that they passed that they over there. And, uh, yeah, the voting laws is crazy over there, man. It just don't make no damn sense. It don't. You you tell people to go back to the vote. No, wait, let me rephrase my statement. You tell the young people Excuse me. to register to vote. Then you turn around and pass a law where if people are standing online and you hand these people water that are voting, you can go to jail. Sure. That's some asinine. That's some asinine. That's like that's like me and you. That's like me and you driving through the South. And when we go in to... to we have an interview with Trey Young, and we, we pull up on some people standing outside voting. We got a case of water in the back that's on ice. We decide to get these people water. We end up going to jail for trying to do this good Samaritan thing. And these people are staying online for hours trying to go cast their vote. So just because I'm going to stop and give them some water, I'm not selling the water, I'm giving it to you. You're going to charge me with a charge? Crazy times we live in them, man. Crazy times. Yeah. So they moved the all stuff into Colorado as they should. And um that's a good spot. <laughs> Paul Pitt should go over to Colorado and get and, and do what he do. Go over to Aspen, brother, and do what you do. You heard? I mean it's you got a lot of free time. You got a lot of free time now, my brother. You know what I mean? You got a whole Uncle Pete should go time. over there. Yeah, Uncle P need to go over there to Aspen and get it and get a swerve on. He got a lot of free time after that. You know what I'm saying? You got the money, go over there and get yourself together, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in other news, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, excuse me. Before I talk about my man Aaron Rodgers, the host Jeopardy in for two weeks. Oh, before that, what do we have to yeah, no, 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 that's right. I mean, that's the news I had. Aaron Rodgers, the whole Jeopardy. For two weeks, bro. Now, before before you told me that, you asked me if Aaron Rodgers going to retire and host Jeopardy. <laughs> if he do that, that's going to be crazy. I doubt it. He's going to play the 2021-22 season. But after that, I don't know if he's going to be a Green Bay Packer. So hopefully he'll be Why not, though? Why not? Think about it. How long was Alex Trebek at Jeopardy? For years, man. And why, why you don't think Aaron Rodgers could do the same thing? Yeah, he can, but I think he still got too much football. No, I mean, yeah, he did, of course. But if you turn down the Jeopardy job and they give it to somebody else, once your season is over, you ain't got nothing to do. You could be the guest man. Nah, they wouldn't even give him a fly at Jeopardy, yo. If somebody fills in and, and, the, and the numbers do what the numbers is supposed to do, like when Alex Trebek was hosting Jeopardy, there ain't going to be no Aaron Rodgers coming back. So if he takes yeah. the two weeks off and the numbers show that he can really do it, he might just say goodbye to the Packers. Because like he said, it's not up to him. It's not in his hands. But we all know that, you know, they're going to want Aaron Rodgers to come back to Green Bay. We... we Oh yeah, and he's making a he's making a top pick. 
He's 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 locked into a contract. He just can't leave like that. But I don't know. I he I think that he there's something that he might just dip his hand in every once in a while. But um, like I said, Aaron will be playing next year, and uh, we'll see what happens. Another lawsuit filed for versus Deshaun Watson. The total is now up to twenty two women. That's crazy. The total is up to twenty two women. That father lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, God bless you, brother. You're going through it right now, man. I seen one of the feeds that the mm-hmm. first one that broke the, the story talking. Yeah, they talking now too. How she talked about he came, he came to the house and violated violated her in her home. Wow. Right. So my thing is. I'm not saying, I'm not condoning what he did. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm not saying it's wrong. Hands down, it's wrong. But if he did it in your home, why would you wait to now, in the midst of him asking to leave Houston, to come out and say something about it? Like, the time, the timing of this does not make sense. No, it don't. To me, because I'll be, I'll be damned if the shoe was on the other foot, and women could do what men do to them sexually and violate their meaning. I'm not sit there and wait. I don't give a damn this if it's Melania Trump. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if it's the vice president. I'm telling the minute it happened. You gonna violate my innocence because I'm providing you a service? I'm telling. Right then and there, I'm not waiting, holding back, wait a couple years, and then want to say uh-huh. something. No, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right, D. What are you gonna do? That's how you. It's all, it's all planned. You don't want to be in Houston? All right, we're going to make it so that you can't play nowhere else in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Just like the dude from the Vikings that, that, that beat up a 22-year-old female. You out of the league, homeboy. They're not playing with that no more, man. Nope. Do something detrimental to a female in professional sports, you're out of here. No team is going to want to touch you, man, even if it's a false accusation. State, and that's what like a lot of people are not understanding. Like, it's hard. There's no video footage. It's her word versus his that's word. Why, that's why they go, when they take it to the courts, he's gonna have a good. He, uh, with a good lawyer, he can have a good case. Let's just see. Let's yeah. See. What about the bike? What about the yeah. cornerback Jeff Gladney turns himself in on his on an assault charge? D. What about that? He turned stuff in Miami. I guess something's happening down there, like in Florida. But like, the craziest thing is, just because you got money, you you literally is broke. Because in the state of Florida, something like that, they're gonna rape him. Like he has to go see a probation officer if he gets probation. He's paying to be on probation. He has to take a domestic violence class. He's paying for that too. Like. And you and you a millionaire supposedly you and you a professional athlete, you just lost your job. Mm-hmm. Never mind dealing with the legal aspirations of everything. How are you supposed to pay for all this when you ain't got no income coming in? Because these NFL players have not taken paid attention to what happened with Ray Rice. You saw what the, the, the lineman for the Seahawks did to that black woman. He ain't in the league no more. Yeah. Sean Watson got a lot of value, man. The sooner it's yeah, this is this is gonna ruin him, like literally. Like if it comes out that it was all false, he still might be out of a job because no team wants to handle that scrutiny. Nope. It's crazy, man. And it's sad because he's one hell of a quarterback. He's still gonna play. Because he got the money to, I think he's going to pay his way out of this one. But I don't know if he's going to be able to change teams. 
Yeah, but yeah, but you pay your way out of this one, you get out of Houston. No matter where you go, that's that that moniker is gonna stick with yeah, you. Yeah, it is for the rest of his life. This as a manager, and you, you can't call a masseuse to go and have the masseuse come to your house, or you go to her house. If you go to her house, she gonna have cameras set up to watch what you do. Twenty-two. That's a lot, though. That's what I'm saying. It's just the yeah. Come on, come on, man. Twenty-two females. Are you serious? How long is this thing going on? Yes. How long has the the strong boxing been in the NFL? I mean, Sterling Sharp said it best. He was like, he has a professional masseuse, and he he named the female's name. Yeah. And he said, every time I go see her, she tells me, get comfortable. Now, some of us are stripped. He said, well, some of us are stripped down to our shorts or all boxer briefs. Some of us are stripped down to nothing and lay on the table. Well, that don't mean you make, that so don't if mean you make advances. You just do, you do that to get to it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that it's appropriate for a man no, to I'm make an advance. If you're... Yeah, in general, if you're a masseuse and you know that this man is laying there with no underwear on and no shorts, you know he's going to get aroused if you touch certain parts of his body, especially if you get close to certain areas. You know that that's going to happen. But if that's if that's the case and it happened and she told him to turn over, and when he turned over, his man was at full staff, then what is he supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know, D. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying, like, because you're not there, we're not there, I'm not there, you're not there. The media's not there. It's just her word versus his word. There's no cameras in there filming this, this interaction taking place. You know what I'm saying? And what makes look bad is you have multiple women coming forth and saying this stuff now. Yeah. But the major question is, how long has this stuff been going on? Look, Nobody's asking that yeah. question. Like, when was the first time this yeah, happened? Yeah, 100, 100K in hush money they're talking about. It's just a whole lot of speculation going down, man. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to figure out what happens. But I got this um, Tom Brady, you know, Tom Brady got a rookie card. That, that went for $2.25 million. And I think I gave that card away when I had it too, man. You and me both. Sammy Watkins. Because oh, I, I didn't believe him back then, man. Who he was. <laughs> Sammy Watkins says Lamar, the new wide receiver, the new Baltimore Raven wide receiver says Lamar Jackson was an elite. Lamar Jackson could be elite if the receivers get open. First of all, Sammy, can your ass get open? Or can you stay on the? Can you stay on the? Can you stay out the tub? You know, on the field before you start talking about somebody. You ain't been open about four or five years, brother. I mean, it's easy for you to say that when you're sitting on the bench for the past four or five years. Yeah, the last time I seen Sammy Watkins, Sammy Watkins do good was when he was on. He was on Buffalo. And they traded his ass away because he got hurt too much. And I ain't seen him since. He was on Kansas City, but then did he play in the Super Bowl when they won it? I didn't see him. No. Yeah. He was supposed to play, but he didn't he didn't play. Oh. But he traveled, so he got one of them fake rings. Okay. That's what happened with him. Okay. So he Oh no, oh, did they won it? Yeah, when they won it. He was on the roster. I think he he was on the roster, but I think he was hurt. Always hurt. I know the year that I know that last year. He was last hurt. year. He played a little bit, but yeah. he was hurt. He didn't play. I, he was supposed I didn't to. See him in the Super he was supposed to play, but he ain't played. This is crazy, man. Move it right along, cuz. Um. Oh. Oh, I got a, you got a, don't you got a question got, for me, matter of fact? Yeah, I got one for you. What is the bigger injury? 
right now, yeah, current injury, right now, today. Fernando Tatis Jr., who, who popped his shoulder out today, swing at a swing, his left shoulder, his troublesome left shoulder, that does not require no surgery. He's going to be placed on a 10-day DL or the end under MVP, Mr. James Harden, with the hamstring pull. Oh. That he re aggravated against the Knicks. Well, I'm going to tell you, like I told you before, be straight up with you. It's early, man. It's early today. It's early today, man. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was thinking about I slept on this last night, and I was thinking about it. And I said that it's a 50-50 because I like – I like. I know you don't agree with me. Fernando Tatis, beginning of the season, shoulder injury. You remember Cousin Mike had that shoulder injury in high school. That bothered him for all his whole career, even when he went to Georgia Tech. Um, About it popping in and out, even though it didn't pop out on Fernando. But, you know, face of the league, hurt already, can he recover? You know, swinging, swinging, the, swinging the bat with violence, throwing the baseball. So we'll see what happens. Um, um, you got the beard, James Harden. You know, run the Brooklyn Nets running them at point guard, getting on them flights. Um, you know, it's a lot of variables with that. Now he's hurt. They ran, they ran my man James into the ground, man. They talk about Kevin Durant supposed to be coming. Kevin Durant. Was supposed to, was supposed to play. Hopefully he he. I, I don't know if he's gonna play or not. But he's supposed to be coming back. So let's see if he plays. And um, that's crazy though, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm gonna go with the fifty fifty with James Harden or in the stretch run trying to get that trying to see if they can get that top seed in home court advantage throughout the playoffs. I mean, to me, the more the more interesting injury is the James Harden injury because you got to remember the baseball season just started. So if Tatis was to have surgery and he was out four months, it really wouldn't hurt them competitively. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Now, on the other side, if you sit James Harden down for a month, four weeks, in the midst of a playoff, when you're playing for the first seed, granted, KD's not back yet. Kyrie's banged up himself. So what do you really do when you Steve Nash? You know you need you know you're gonna need James Harden for the playoff push. Yeah. Is the number one seed that important? No, it's not it's not. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Like when you when you factor it in as a as a true NBA coach who's won an NBA player. Now take it. If it was Phil Jackson. Or if it was Pat Riley, right? I'm talking about coaches that that coach that have multiple titles. Yeah. Sit down, James. Sit down. Sit down. So you're 100 healthy. Yeah, absolutely. We don't need you right now. Absolutely. We don't need you right now. We need you for the playoffs. Sit down. We don't need you right mm-hmm. now. Well, then let's see what happens, man. Because uh. They're supposed to be they're talented to come out the east. So <laughs> let's see. You know, LeBron James, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you know, they dealing with injuries on the west side. Now we got injuries on the east side. You know what I'm saying? These are the two teams that's supposed to be supposedly supposed to be meeting up in the finals. So let's see what happens, bro. Let's see. Let's see. Finals is a long way off. It man. is, man. There's a lot of finals is a long way off. And I hear we trying to um we looking for a final person to fill a roster. You know, and it might be. Oh, I think we. Oh, we got the dude. Got from, um, yeah. Yeah, Macklemore. Ben Macklemore from Houston. Forty percent three point shooter. Yeah, I'll take that. Three and D type of guy. I'll take that. Yeah. And um, rounding out the NBA news, you know, we got. You know how? You know how does? We got this play-in tournament for the NBA this season. How does the play-in tournament work? Well, last year, the league first tested out the playoff tournament in Orlando with Portland topping the Memphis Grizzlies to get the final spot in the Western Conference playoffs. 
Now the top 10 teams in the standings will finish the regular season without a chance to make the playoffs. More franchises will stay in it for, for longer. Okay, so that, that that prevents tanking. Okay. There will be a total of six games involved, excuse me, a total of six total games involving eight teams as a part of the playing tournament, split between the two different conferences. The teams that finish one through six in each conference obviously will be guaranteed playoff spots. Let's go next. Seven through ten in the standards will enter the will enter the play in. Any team that finishes worse, that finishes worse that the number 10 will be in the lottery. All right. So, you know, if you finish worse than 10, so any team that finishes 10th and below is automatically entered into the yeah. lottery. If you have any, anything to chime on to, you know, talk in between when I'm, when I'm talking, you know, chime on it. I mean, like we spoke about this earlier. We was, we was discussing it on the phone. And, I mean, it's – the playing game is a beautiful thing. Because you're going to have 7 versus 10. The winner out of that gets the 7. And you got 9 versus 10. The winner out of that is supposedly slotted for the HC. But the loser out of 7 and 8 gets a second chance to be the HC. Yeah, let me, let me, let me. I'm playing the winner out of 9 and yeah, 10. Let me elaborate. It, make, it makes for interesting basketball down the stretch to see who's going to. Last four seed, last four teams. The NBA will be losing using a winning percentage four. to determine the standings. So that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? What they say here: the seven team will host the eight team, like you said, with the winner earning the number seven seed in the playoffs. The losing team gets another chance at the, at at game three. In game three, excuse me. In game two, the ninth team will host the tenth seed. With the winner moving to game three, the loser will be eliminated into the NBA draft lottery. All right? So 9 and 10 going to go out of what the loser is that. They're done. The loser of the 7 and 8, the loser of the 7 and 8 matchup will host the winner of the 9 and 10 matchup with the victor grabbing the AFC in the postseason. The loser of the game three will enter the lottery, which means, like you said, so wait, the loser, the loser out of seven, seven and eight will host the winner out of yes. nine and ten. That's crazy. Yep. This means that the teams with the seven to eight highest winning percentages will have two opportunities to win one game to earn the playoff spot. With the ninth, but no, it's not. It's it's not crazy. With the ninth, because the highest seed gets the home game. Yeah, with the ninth attempt seed, highest winning percentages need to. The ninth attempt seed, highest winning percentages need to win two straight games to advance, basically. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking, looking forward to this type of format in the playoffs. See if it, see if it lasts. You got you to, gotta, you gotta, no, not even to see if it lasts. Just to see the outcome. Yeah. Because you got to remember, they tried it in the bubble. It was good, too. With the West. Good too. No, they only did it with the West. With the West. Because the East was already slotted. Yeah. Eight teams to make the playoffs. Now, that was nice. They threw extra teams in the West. You see what I'm saying? So you had to have a plane in the West for the last seat. But now you're doing it on both, comp- both coasts. East Coast and the West Coast. Eastern Conference, Western Conference. So both teams has a total of Four teams that's eligible to make the playoffs. So you can't sit there and be like, well, oh, such and such is coming out. And if we build a roster around him, we can compete for a title in five years. Let's tank. No, you can't do that. You can't. You you can't permanently lose every game just so you get the number one seed. Number one pick. You get the most ball. You get the most balls in the lottery. That's all that's going to happen. Not even that, because you could be the worst team like we was when the Zion sweet snakes. You would have, a, we could have the most losses, and you could, you still don't have, you still may not be eligible to pick last. That's just how it is. <laughs> so yeah. you got to be careful. Now we, yeah, you got to go out and compete, play to win, man, play to win. 
Now it's time for the Sports with B.I. family, featuring one only because of Dietrich's NBA power rankings. Number one is Utah Jazz, with Donovan Mitchell and the boys. Still hanging in there for like four weeks straight, two months. Number two is the Brooklyn Nets, with depleted Brooklyn Nets roster. James Harden out for 10 games, 10 days, excuse me. 34-16. The 76ers with Joel B just coming back this week, this week, fresh on Monday. Got dunked on by Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know if you've seen that with the 34 and 16 record. The Suns, number four. No, the... Oh, yeah. The number Suns, the Hemming Towns got a little history, though. Number four, the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, 34 and 14. Number five, the Bucks, 32 and 17 with the new rich point guard, Holiday. Number six is the loss. My Los Angeles Clippers with playoff Rondo now on board, 33-18. Number seven, the Denver Nuggets, 31-18. Will definitely going to be a problem with Aaron, the acquisition of Aaron Gordon on the Denver Nuggets. Definitely going to be definitely going to be a problem causing climbing the charts to seven. Number eight, my cousin teaches Los Angeles Lakers at 31-19. Number nine, the Portland Trailblazers at 30-19. Number 10, the Mavs at 27 and 21. Number 11, the Heat at 26 and 14. The Spurs still sticking in there, D, at 24, 24, 23. They're going to be a tough out. Number 13, Atlanta Hawks, 26 and 14. And my New York Knicks, 25 and 25. The Boston Celtics, 25 and 25 as well. The Charlotte Hornets without LaMelo Ball for the rest of the season, 25 and 24. The Memphis Grizzlies, the John. I'm not talking about LaMelo Ball. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Jay Morant, 34, 30, 30, 24, and 30, 23. The Indiana Pacers, 23 and 26. The Golden State Warriors, 23 and 27. New Orleans Hornets, 22 and 27. The Chicago Bulls, 20 and 28. Number 22, the, Los, the Sacramento Kings, 22 and 28. The Toronto Raptors at 23, 19, and 30. And the list goes on and on and on. OKC at 24, 20, and 19. Lottery, the the Wizards, 17 and 31. What do you think about the Wizards and what Stephen A. had to say about Russell Westbrook? About him not being a champion. And then Russell Westbrook said, I'm a champion in real life. But then Stephen A. said again, I'm not talking about you. You're definitely a Birch Ballot Hall of Famer, Russell. But the point is, I'm making is you never had a jump shot. And you played with Kevin Durant. You played with James Harden. You played with Chris Paul. And you never had a – no, I mean, you play. I mean, you played with Chris Paul. You played with James Harden. Yeah, you played with uh, – you know, he had a good team in Houston. played with James Harden and a couple of guys and never – Got a championship. So, what do you think about those those remarks and Russell's comeback? His wife, his wife said that he's a champion. He's a you know he's a philanthropist. He, he does things for the community, which is all good. But let's keep it real, though. D, I I'm not going to front before I let you say your point. I agree with Stephen A. I mean, the the the, the I, like I'm, and what I'm what I'm gonna say is to be honest with you, Russell Westbrook's my favorite NBA player. You know what I'm saying? And I know how Russell gives it up. Russell plays hard, even though they're seventeen to thirty-one. But at the end of the day, Russell, Russell, Russell don't got no hardware, man. And Russell hasn't made it too far in the playoffs. Forced to trade out of Houston last year. What you think about it? What you think about that that whole fiasco? Forced to trade out of Houston. Forced. Just the end oh, of things. Paul George too. Excuse wow. me. That's what I meant to say. Paul George, PG thirteen. He also played with. I mean, he has. Let's not let's not say he's not a champion. I mean, he has made it to the NBA. I mean, they did lose when it was him and Durant. They did go far. They did go far with with, with him, Durant, and Harden. They had a young team. They made it. They just couldn't win it. You know what I'm saying? He has yet and. I'm going to take a page from my man from the Pistons that said it best, Zeke. He has yet to have Hall of Fame coaching. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. You get a Hall of Fame coach or you get with a coach who won a title. 
you will become a player who wants to win mm -hmm. a title. Absolutely. Granted, yeah, Zeke was right about that. I've been a triple-double for four straight years. Okay, great. You go down with Oscar Robinson. All right. But who's another who's another great NBA player that played but never won a title? One of the 50 greatest players. He just passed away a couple weeks ago. Elgin Baylor. Never won it. Never won it, but he received the ring when he retired from the Lakers when they won it that year. The year he retired, they won the title. They gave him a ring. And he spent his whole career with one team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's correct. So Russell Westbrook is a champion in life. Russell Westbrook is a champion off the basketball court. Not every great player can win the hardware. Look at Stockton and Malone's career. Look at Charles Barkley's career. The list goes on and on down the line of great players that never won NBA title. Mm -hmm. Great players that never won a title, but they're champions because of what they do off the court. The Kimbe Mutombo. Allen Iverson. The list goes on and on. Of man. course they are. The list goes on and on. Vince Sandy. Yep. Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady. Yao Ming, franchise, Stephen Francis, come on, like Mark Price. It's not, it's, it's yes, Mark, definitely Mark Price, Brad Dory, Larry Nance. Ron Harper got his with the Bulls. Fred, no. Ron Harper got his with the Bulls. There you go. Yeah. Come on, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that never won a title, but they're great players. Mm -hmm. It was great for they ever. Yeah. And Russell Westbrook is going to end up being one of those. Unfortunately, and I love him to death. That's my favorite player. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, if Russ can get out of get out of Washington and win himself with a team that has a Hall of Fame coach or coaching with a coach with championship experience, and Russ is willing to buy in, maybe he has a chance. Because yeah. he's running out of maybe he's still got the and Look, look. If, and you look at it this way. If Russ was in the NBA to chase rings, you really think he would have signed with Houston when he was a free agent, when he left OKC, if he was a free agent, if he had his choice? Do you really think he would have went to Washington if he had his choice? He didn't have his choice because he forced his way out of Houston. Yeah, but I'm saying if he had a choice, if he had a choice when he left OKC, you think he would have went to Houston? Listen, like I said, Houston. What, what he had? Oh, he had Paul George. That was his running mate. He had Carmelo Anthony. Those that was the team. They and guess who knocked them out? Damn time. They had the opportunity, and then they ran it back with George, and it just didn't work. The George went to the Clippers. You understand what I'm saying? Is George? Yeah. Gonna, is my man PG thirteen or pandemic fans? They call him. Is he gonna be one of those players that never get a ring? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy out there, man. Carmelo Anthony never had, never gets a ring, never get a ring. He doesn't have anything yet. It's just different, man, for different players. And they, but it's it's just like you're saying, it's different for different players. And, and I'm, I'm gonna speed this up because we we getting close to it. We gotta wrap yeah. it up. But like you said, Dane, Melo, the a good players defense. that you announced that's been in that yeah they have been in the league for years. They all could be considered champions. But they just don't have the hardware to prove it. Yeah. And, and and that's what, what's hurting a lot of these players. It is. Because a lot of the, the greats are talking about, oh, well, yeah, he was great. He this and that. But he don't got no rings. And it's the ones that got rings that's talking about the players that don't have rings. Yeah. I mean, come on. He, he got paired up with Bradley Bill, one of the best two guards in the world. And they only got 17 wins a day. Scott Skiles is on the hot seat. And this they're not buying into the defense with the rotations, bro. And this is we already we already had this discussion in the first ever jump off we did together. I broke it down. So that the players don't buy into the coaching system, 
The coach is going to lose his job. The players is not going to lose their job. The players is going to be there because they're under contract for yeah. four years. The coaches got to go. So you factor in about that yeah, and who wants to? Who the hell wants to end up in in Washington? As far as I know, who wants to end up in Washington with the Washington Wizards? Who wants to coach that team? Who wants to coach the Washington Wizards? Uh, you got you got to be kidding me, man! And it's a shame. It's really a shame. I felt, you know, I I I, want, I feel for Russell, but at the same time, you know, Russell got that max contract, and that contract is hard to move. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to move a person with a max contract. Just yeah. imagine, just imagine what's going to happen if Milwaukee has trouble with Giannis in the next three years, where they gave him a super max contract. Turn your volume up. I can't really hear you. Turn your volume up. Turn your volume up. I can't hear you that good. Yeah. If if it if it comes down to that, remember that it was a max it was the max contract. It was a trade for max contract for brass contract. John Wall's max contract for for, for oh, Russell. Oh, for Russell. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why the Knicks did pick, pick up Russell because we didn't want to take on that big contract. But now come to think of it. I was in I was in favor for that Russell Westbrook deal. When we went to Washington, my heart was kind of broken because I actually want to see Russell in the New York Knicks uniform. And I think it would have worked out. I mean shit. We would have paid it, we would have paid out, we would have paid out the bungalow for it, but we need a point guard right now. Especially down the stretch of playoff season, playoff time. We need a point guard, man. So you know it's just tough, man. It's tough out there for the for it's tough out there for these teams. But the playoff format is definitely ready to go, and we're gonna see what happens, man. Fans in the stands. Um, there's fans in the stands in, in the Staples Center again. That's a good. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. So LeBron could come up off himself, get his shit together. Him and him and him. I don't know about AD. D. I don't know about AD. I don't know. We're gonna have to get into that. Yeah, we we're gonna get into this week. That next week. We talking that one next. Yeah, week. we gotta get to that AD talk next week because um, I love AD, but you know it's time. Man. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do with him, but I mean you can't um, you can't in a situation like that when you got you have an Achilles injury, you take your time. You don't want to go out like Kevin Durant. No, you do take your time, but the time is ticking on that clock. I ain't trying to rush him back. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, the time is ticking. How, 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 how effective is he going to be when it's playoff time? When, it, when You know, it's, it's going to be time for him to do what he got to do, and I think he can do it, but I, it's, it's, it's yet to be seen. So that's all That's all I'm concerned about. It's sports with B.I. family. Sports with B.I. family. We love y'all. Shout out. Thank you. Shout out to Rex for the opportunity. We'll be back in full effect next week. Check, out next check us out. Thursday show. Hold on, D. Before we finish, before we finish, though, check us out from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the block 105com Radio. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, on the block 105. www.theblock105.com. From your phone, laptop, even your home computer. Just type it in and listen to the best sports podcast going right now. Yes, sir. And shout out to Linneo, my man, best Linneo, 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 with the collaboration. Shout out to Linneo, losing is not an option. Shout out to my man, Braulio, my man, Braulio, App Evolution. Shout out to my brothers out there, you know, shout out to them. Blessing, blessing, brothers with opportunity to shine. The nail, the nail, the nail in the building. You already know. All the artists, all the, all the, all the, all the yeah. Listen, and after highlights, what we trying to do? We trying not to lose right now. Losing is not an option. The nail, the nail, nail. Shout out to all the artists on the nail. You know what I'm saying? Curry Rose. 
the classic man. Shout out to all the artists on the nail. We see y'all next week. We love y'all. Um, like I said, thanks for thanks for listening. We appreciate all the numbers from the analytics. Peace. <laughs>